Here at the Official Rob Glasser Network, we are live from Everyday Heroes. And if you are a fan of working with wood, or maybe you do it for a business, this is the show for you. Let's get started so we can have some fun. Roll the intro. Good afternoon, everybody. Just say good morning. It's not the morning. My name is Rob. This is the official Rob Glasser Network, and we're coming to you live from Everyday Heroes, the series that covers, <coughs> excuse me, coming to you live from Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things informational, educational, but still super fun. If you watched this morning, we talked about ways to ultra modernize your home, and we gave you some examples of some really cool houses, which are kind of expensive. Today, however, or this afternoon, however, or I'm sorry, well, well, we did give you some ideas for it that are actually pretty cheap and easy to do. So go check that out. We'll, we'll link it up. So this afternoon, are you a woodworker? Are you handy? Do you like making things from scratch? Well, how to start an LLC.com um, gave us this really cool blog of how to basically start your own woodworking business. So we're going to talk a little about that, but we're going to talk about what is so big about it. Now, if you watch HGTV, if you are a home renovator yourself, you know how popular woodwork is. Um, they start off by saying wood is both beautiful and practical and has always been a popular material to make so many products from. Today, many people continue to seek out and pay good amount for a good woodworked product, whether it's a chair, whether it's a table, desk. Or, you ever seen those figurines, you know, carved out of wood? It doesn't matter what it is. People will pay good money for some good things. Now, this actually makes me think, when my wife and I were up in Big Bear, there was a store who that sold wood um, creatures. There was bears and mountain lions and, and stuff like that. And man, was that stuff intricate. I mean, it was freaking crazy how detailed you got on this stuff. And it was pretty pricey. Like, this was some good, high-quality wood. Um, they continue to say that a woodworking business specializes in producing those products, carving furniture or anything else out of said wood. Now, one thing to remember, different woods do different things. And with the, with the world as it is, with the um, deforestation, a lot of times people are looking to re or to do it a different way or to use wood that is more common and not use, you know, the cooler stuff. We might go into that. I might just bring up something at the end of it. But I just want to bring that up because there's a different, you know, things have changed since the, the decades before when you had more, you know, wood. So according to Ibis World, another website you can look up, uh, and everything's in this article here, by the way, so check it out. Um, the, wood, the wood product manufacturing industry is a $6 billion industry that grows regularly. The top 50 companies in the sector command only about 30% of the market, leaving plenty of opportunities for new and smaller wood shops. So how crazy is that? Even the top 50 big names in wood barely scratch the amount of wood shops, which is great because you know me, I am definitely a buy from the mom and pop store. And if you guys are looking to grow, you might have, you you, you might, not a mito, you have a slot to fill in there. Um, 
So they go into ways you can do the business. Obviously, you got to get all your information together, set up your, you know, your tax information, your bank accounts, all that stuff. You want to make sure you have the right insurance. You want to build your brand and define it. And then, of course, build your um, website and uh, all that good stuff. Brisby, you're back. Thank you so much for joining us again. Support local businesses. Yes, that is exactly right. Anytime I can shop something local, I go for it. Farmers markets, art fairs. There, uh, Where I live, there's a bunch of galleries that are handmade art and sculptures. If I can pick up something to decorate my house with from them, I will definitely do that. So thank you, Brisby. That is great. Support those local businesses, guys. So if you guys actually want to check out the business, go, go on the website. It gives you a whole list of things to do. I've done business before. I've set up, you know, I had a bookstore, which I'm trying to revamp out again. Of course, I do this for a business. And really, the hardest part is getting it set up and getting your name out there. As most people are, I'm growing still, and I appreciate people like Brisby and others who come on and say hello and show their support. So I appreciate that. So keep in mind, if you are going to go into a business like this, it's like any business out there. Take some time. <coughs> excuse me. Take some, <coughs> sorry. Take some time and you will work it out. So let's see what else to do. All right. So, <coughs> um, well, all right. We're, they actually do kind of go in this kind of thing. So the cost involved in opening a woodworking business can equal almost 7,000 in total. That's break down to about 2,000 for the wood and materials, 1,500 for the equipment, 1,000 plus for computers and miscellaneous expensive, 800 bucks for a good website and you know the equipment to take pictures, and a couple hundred bucks for business cards. Now, this is kind of the norm. If you guys are looking to build, you can find places like, um, what's it called? Uh, oh God, I can't think of them. There's a company that makes business cards and stuff like that. And you can get a lot for a good amount of money, but they are trying to tell you that if you are going into this to do, this is what you're looking at. Um, of course, one thing that keeps woodworking business kind of pricey to keep up is your ongoing expenses, such as the finishes, the rent, the utilities, the supplies. This is just like everything, guys. The business of woodworking is just as difficult and expensive as any other job. But the difference here is it's more so because like any construction job, excuse me, you are bought, sorry, you are buying um, multiple products regularly because you can't reuse it. Once you build with that wood and with those nails, you can't take them back because you have sold off the product, right? So this is a pretty pricey business. So considering it's a, what is it, a $6 billion? Um, yeah, $6 billion industry. That's a lot of revenue coming in for all the money that you are putting out. Now, who is the target market? Well, this kind of goes to not only the job or the uh, uh, business, but also just why woodworking is so popular. A lot of people love good work pro wood products and these guys usually have a discretionary income, meaning they have some leftovers or regular leftovers, and they can kind of buy what they'd like. Most people in general will pick up the essentials, tables, chairs, desks if you're working at home. Um, you know, if you have pets at home, you might use a wooden feeder, like a raised feeder. Um, cabinets, 
storage. A lot of things that most people buy regularly would be that. So I'm curious to know exactly how much of it comes from discretionary, how much of it comes from um, general people buying wood products. Now, again, I bring up the thing about the deforestation again. It's an unfortunate circumstance. And it's also unfortunate that really the best support we have for a lot of our product is made out of wood, mainly because it lasts so long if treated correctly. And usually when you um, build, if you guys are fans of the show Hometown, you know Ben in his workshop, he will treat all of the um, uh, products. And when I say treat, it means you, you put a stain on it, you put a, a, a protector on it, so that way the weather and the elements won't get to it. So you, you your pieces will last a long time. But a lot of people buy so much wood product that it's kind of a give or take. So we might talk about it in a different one. I don't want to go up to it. I really want to focus on the business part because in all honesty, this is a great way to do something for fun. Now, how does a woodworking business make their money? That's a great question that they asked. They said it makes money by producing and selling. Really, that's general, obviously. However, they make the good money by selling the good product. Woodworked items such as dressers, cabinets, chairs, or smaller things like jewelry boxes or even smartphone holders nowadays. You know, you keep up with the times, you build stuff. Um, that's what's going to keep you in business and make you money. You can do solely chairs and just make chairs. That works. However, the amount of time and money it costs you, you have to charge for the right amount. But if you only do one specific thing, you're going to learn very quickly, as I have some, some other businesses I had, that it gets very boring and people seem to lose interest, which is why people do different things, jewelry boxes, uh, smart home folder, uh, holders, manual coffee grinders. People actually make coffee grinders that you have to grind your coffee, cutting boards, um, beer mugs, uh, um, furniture, all that good stuff. <clears throat> So keep in mind that if you want to do well, you need to have a lot of things. Now, how do you how much can you charge? This really is their own personal thing. Now, they use examples for people off of Etsy, Etsy and some other brands. And one Etsy seller sold uh, name signs, like if you can get your name in letters, anywhere between 20 bucks and 75, depending on the uh, finish, depending on the quality, depending on the intricacy. On another website called Colorize, the same signs or similar signs started at 70 bucks and went all the way up to almost $165, $170. Brisbane, you are correct. Wood is so expensive. It's also limited. So, you know, but keep in mind, you are correct, it is expensive, but it's actually good quality material and you want a good quality material to cost more, weirdly enough, because you know you're going to get a good, um, what do you call it, a good product. So they go on to talk about, you know, how you're going to pay yourself and all that stuff. Um, and again, you know, how much profit can you make? How can you make, you know, business more profitable? They're all, they're asking the same questions. That's going to be up to you. But the one thing you do want to think about in this business is a variety so not just one item, how much it costs you to make or your, your uh, team if you uh, hire people, and then how much you need to sell it to at least make a good profit. So 
you know, for instance, I sell my swag for uh, official Rob Glasser. You have to look at the numbers. If the shirt costs ten dollars and you sell it for twenty, that's a ten dollar profit. It seems like a lot, um, but it really isn't. So you really have to do. Oh, here you go. You're about to start uh, planting trees. Good. Thank you. More people should do that. So let me know. When you do plant those trees, take those pictures. I want to see those trees up and running. All right? You got that? <laughs> Send those pictures over. Lastly, what are you going to name your business? And this is something where, you know, it's up to you. And this also goes into how you define your brand, how you set up your website. What is the, um, what do you call it? What do you want people to know you for? What you can always do is look at others and kind of ask questions, team up. You can't copy, that is obviously libel, you can't do that. However, if you see somebody else's idea that's a general what a, a good idea, you can try to implement into yours. There are many things, for instance, selling online. Everybody sells online. That's not a stealing because everybody does it. Farmers markets, many people will go to a farmers market or a street fair. That's free range because everybody's allowed to do that. Keep in mind though, because I did that, usually there's a fee. So you got to make sure that the fee to go in there is reasonable for your business. And then the most important thing is have fun doing it. I used to woodwork and do slot cars for Boy Scouts. And I used to do, um, <clears throat> excuse me, birdhouses. Usually the pre-made stuff, I wasn't super great at cutting wood, but I made a lot of that stuff and it was super fun. Um, I still have some of it. I think I have some of my slot cars in my parents' house. Um, my wife and I just made some new ones recently and we painted them and all that. Super fun. Birdhouses are great because it actually goes twofold. You can build a birdhouse, which is fun, and you are now protecting a species to come by, put out a bird feeder, they can chill out, they can relax, they can sleep somewhere safe. You are now helping a little bird family survive, maybe through a winter. Pretty cool, huh? So that's the things you got to know about the business. The business is crazy good. It is going up $6 billion, guys. It's up to you what you guys want to do with it. If you just want to start small and just have some fun and maybe not even do it as a business, go for it. Just make some cool things. Give them to your family. It's a really cool thing. We talk about crafting on the show. Wood is a great craft material to use. With that being said, we're going to end it here. Thank you so much to Brisby. It's people like you that help us continue. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some more people on next time. If you weren't able to watch it live, though, go to YouTube and Twitch and uh, hit the subscribe. Hit that bell. Be notified. You'll know when we go next. We have a brand new set of videos tomorrow, a new morning video, and a special Ultra Universe Live in the afternoon. Until then, guys, I'm going to go take a nap because this was exhausting but super fun. Thank you so much. Oh, wait. Thank you for making my day, too. Thank you. I appreciate that comment. Thank you. You made my day as well, Brisby. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Until next time, thank you for watching. Stay curious.